Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast in Amsterdam. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Abby Daniels. Joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Isaac Fortner. And special guest all the way across the pond is Carl Alice the Dog Blakely from Manchester. How are you guys doing today? I'm good, thank you. Doing well, man. You know, because I giggle every fucking time, bro. What a, I promise you secretly out here hanging out with Sonic this morning, man. Or maybe I had too much Hennessy last night. I got a headache. The girl out there throwing up and shit. I'm doing good, man. Got to get my hit off the meth pipe before we start this recording every time. Uh, but no, so Carl, we got together with you. We looked at your YouTube channel. We wanted you on the show. But I want you to explain in your own words to the people, the tribe members. You are now a tribe member yourself, um, honorary uh, shaman of the Buddhist religion. Uh, <laughs> we can get into that later, man. <laughs> I forgot if I was wearing the shirt this morning. Shit. Go ahead, man. Sorry. Tell us yeah, about your on. YouTube channel, Carl. So I run a YouTube channel called What's the Story. I mainly focus on anything to do with like narrative video games. So that might be top tens, you know, retrospectives, breakdown and analysis, and video essays, things like that. Basically, if it's got a story in it, I'll look at it. I love it, man. I love it. As people have heard this show before, I'm all about the story. A lot of the times, it's really kind of a focus and a crucial point of video games because as we go into the future, video games are a new method of telling a story that is it's quite an interested hybrid between traditional storytelling and interactive storytelling it's 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 moving in that direction where we're getting a lot of entertainment but if this is uh well actually before i go on to that carl where can people find your channel where can people hit you up online oh shit yeah so uh <laughs> you can find me youtube.com forward slash what's the story on instagram at what's the story games Sweet, man. We really appreciate you being on the show today. Really love the vibe of the channel. Everything is great. All you tribes, remember, go check it out. It's fan-fucking-tastic. So if this is your first time joining Hold us... Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? Let me fuck yes. you up. Let me fuck your yes. time up. Please okay, do. so we'll probably... We'll put a link in there. We'll probably... <laughs> let, uh, you'll put a link in there, and I'll be childish and, see, and delegate. No, I'm just joking. We'll <laughs> put a link in there, because no, I do want to put my... like. Carl, like we wouldn't have anybody on the show that we don't fuck with, like talking about. And this, this is a solid human being right here. Definitely love his work. Please go subscribe to his shit, cause I'm already subscribed. We need to, you know, grow this thing and keep this thing going. This is a, this is a solid human being on the other side of the planet, and I'm really looking forward to having this conversation, especially the narrative aspects of the show. Uh, I'm backseat driving, be real childish on this one. But yeah, man. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt you too much, but I want to make sure to like nail that home because he is a Buddhist shaman, but he don't even he might not even know all the lore. That's so many episodes <laughs> in, you know what I'm saying? I got to holler at Buddhist Bob about a few things, you know what I mean? For we just he may not want that kind of trouble, stress, trouble in his life. <laughs> Being a shaman, smoke. Comes with- bring me the smoke. Hell yes. So this is, if this is your first time joining us, skip the tutorial. We're a video game show. We get together every week and we talk about the thing that we love probably the most, which is video games. There's other things we love too, clearly. 
um, money, money, pussy, security, security, uh, life before COVID, uh, <laughs> <laughs> cocaine. Um, but no, so not that, not that. No, just kidding. Uh, but yeah, so we get together and we talk about video games. We talk about the things that bring us together. We talk about the games we've been playing, the news, sometimes a roundtable. Sometimes we do a top seven. This week's going to be a little bit different. we got a special guest just for the show. Carl, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about The Last of Us Part 2. There it yeah, is. You know What else is there to talk about at the moment? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> and see, I think that we may get into this a little bit during the conversation. I think that has a lot to do with some of the scorn controversy and just the way we're even taking this game in at all. Like, would this even be what it is if there were, you know, more sports on? We weren't dealing with a lot of other issues. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to kind of delving into that a little bit as well. But uh, I'm already super interested in, in Carl's perspective for real because he has an intelligent, unemotional <laughs> That's, opinion yes you know what i'm saying i believe it's nuanced spoken that right yeah. whereas i'm just being real childish man rp george floyd but anyway uh i don't know i just i'm interrupting now for no fucking reason you're just saying random it's bullshit part of the show that's what we do everybody comes to expect it so the number one rule of the show though and this is the one that sticks out over all other rules is we talk about whatever the fuck we want to so this conversation may go in different directions. So just be prepared. Strap onto your post-apocalyptic horse. Grab your guard dog and your shotgun and enjoy this conversation about The Last of Us Part 2. Fellas, question for you. Last of Us Part 2 came out to rave reviews. 10 out of 10 from almost the majority of the gaming industry. It also got review bombed by the majority of fans on Metacritic right now, it's currently sitting at, I believe, a 3.4 the last time I checked. Did it go 4. up? 4.6, I believe. 4.6, did it go up? It's, it's, it's slowly going up Okay, as it should. So yeah, the question I'll, I'll is, check that right now. to both of you, is it a 10 out of 10? Is it a 3.4 out of 10? Or is it somewhere right in the middle? Carl, what are, and by the way, real quick before we get started, spoiler fucking heavy. So get ready if you haven't played it. We're going full Joel spoiler. Joel fucking dies. <laughs> right. <laughs> Joel fucking dies, guys. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as to say it sits right in the middle between three and ten. Because what's that? Like a, it's probably I'd go like a bit a higher six. than that. If I had to put like a random number on it, I I um I might contrast opinions that I actually did love the game. Yep. Um there's definitely criticisms I've got, specifically in that second half of it, that I'm guessing we're going to get to. Um, but it, at no point did it take away from me actually enjoying playing the game. So I, I didn't, I wouldn't rate it down because of that. For me, it's like high eights. Fair enough. Yeah. Super yeah. fair. Yeah, like that's super fair. So I mean, I don't know. Like last week, I put a. Childish arbitrary number on it. I just put a number on it. Um, I'll, I'll get into my my new number later because I said it might go up or down, whatever. Fuck it. But like last week, I think I had it at uh, seven point two six seven. But um, I was closer to finishing the game at that point. I was probably about maybe five hours out at that time. I know you were only maybe well maybe a little bit more five to eight. You were Brian. You were like two hours in. Yeah, you know I was two saying? hours in. I was still about eighteen, nineteen hours away from finishing. Whatever. I know you were the last person to finish it, like so. I kind of want to start with you. Like, where where are you at with it? Because I'm I'm four days removed, five days removed, almost. What's today? Saturday. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think I beat it Monday. So I'm already kind of have processed. I know you just recently beat it. Where are you landing on it? You know, right now. So I did beat the game last night, and while there were aspects that I surely enjoyed of the game itself and some of the gameplay and even some of the story, there's some story beats that I really loved. Um, ultimately I walked away probably if I was going to give it a number, I would sit right out about a seven out of 10. Um, I think it's a, the, the main issue that I had was it kind of betrayed, at least in my opinion, the original and initial game story wise, because the initial game, the entire crux of that first game was built off this relationship between Joel and Ellie. And it's not the fact that Joel dies at the beginning that bothered me. In fact, I thought that was a great moment. It was how they kind of wrapped it around to this almost nihilistic point of view where nothing actually matters and nothing that you did in the story really came to fruition or even had any weight to it. They don't, they don't fully commit, in my opinion. But if I'm starting at just this kind of honest review of it, um, you know, the issues that I had with it are some of the handling of the character motivation, some of the handling of the actual way the story was built. I feel there's an edit of this game somewhere. I feel there is an edit, a director's cut somewhere that is a 10 out of fucking 10. All right, I'm going to put you on blast. Fuck all that. I'm going to put him straight up. This is exactly what he said, and I actually tend to agree with him, and I didn't think about it this way. And it seems nitpicky because, you know, fuck it, man. You know, Naughty Dog can do whatever they want. I, I'm not a big, huge fan of a lot of Naughty Dog games anyway. It's just not my style, per se. They're great games. You know, the Uncharted series is great. Original Last of Us is an instant classic, everything else. But I was going into this thing kind of like, you know, this is an opportunity for me to just really, really enjoy a game by then, which I, I didn't dislike it. But I think you brought up the point where if they would have even – just edited and took the end portion where yes. Ellie was peacefully enjoying her life with Dina and nobody knows what's going on and put that at the beginning of the film that I mean in the beginning of the game that might have had the whole game flow a little bit better for a good chunk of people that have a problem with it because by the time you get to that point in the game well I know personally I just didn't give a fuck I was just trying to get through it so we could talk about it. So, because that's the only thing to talk about, and that's what everybody else is talking about. And I wanted to see which side that I wanted to be on. I wanted to give this game a ten. It's actually a game story beat wise. Like I would think this game was like made for somebody like me that's kind of coming into the series that was a little bit on the fence on both on both games. Killing Joel, great. He represents a lot of shit that I have a fucking problem with. Fucking Ellie, I don't have a problem with lesbians. <laughs> that's great. Uh, Abby. You know, Abby's kind of fun. She was a fun character. I made a whole song that got me through the half, second half of the game, and it was uh, called I'm Buff. Yeah. I'm better than you, and I'm stronger, too. Her shoulders were so fucking big. Man, she was strong. Like, I, I needed to see at least see a scene. They didn't even have to explain it. Like, just her chunking a bottle or something down in the Coliseum level. You Beaver know milk. Before she goes out. <laughs> Beaver it, milk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because that's that what it is. But uh, but no, but that point though, when you said that, I was like, okay, well, yeah, that I mean, because it is a ten out of ten in here. But there is. It just wasn't fun for me personally. At the end of the day, it was unnecessarily depressing and made points that I don't. I mean, I didn't personally need made. Like I'm black in America. Mm -hmm. Like I don't need those points made to me right now. Like that's fine, and that's just my personal preference. But I'm not gonna knock anybody for thinking it's a ten out of ten. Critic, it's a it's a you know easy out of the park ten out of ten. But anyway, Carl, what, what what are we missing? 
I don't think you're missing anything. I just think uh, certain people will take certain things out of the game and certain people will take others. I, I, I go higher because I enjoyed the moment-to-moment gameplay so much that... And, and I think when I really, like, analyse that second half of it, I think the main problem is when you're trying to push Avi as this character that they want people to like, the vast majority of people are either going to like her within an hour of playing as her or hate her. And yep. you could give us 40 hours of Abby and they won't come around to liking her. So excellent. Point. I think people who dislike the game, that's why they go solo because we had 10 hours of Abby and they were never going to be won over by her. Whereas I quite liked her within the first hour of playing as her. And like, so it didn't really bother me. There's definitely issues there. I think, uh, the pacing in that second half could have been a lot better. I think the implementation of the, the Seraphite sections were a little bit... They reminded me a little bit of like a David Cage game. Yeah, like, thank like, you. I was like, whoa, whoa. Because, I mean, it's like... Do you remember like Beyond Two Souls with, with Ellie Page, Ellen Page? and It pretty much is Ellie in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that game had like a really cool concept of like a girl that has like a a ghost in her brain and it was like a really human story of how she struggles day to day and it was like she would go on a date and uh, her little poltergeist friend had ruined the date for her and i loved that in that game because i was like you're getting to see like if this was real how it would affect day-to-day life and then all of a sudden it became a story about how she needs to now save the world and it became like like yes I, i was interested in the human side of it and now it's almost jumped the shark anyway but that's that's a different game but the last of us that had that problem towards the end where i was like okay i'm interested to see how abby gets back to the theater when she's got the gun on ellie really interested to see how she gets there but i don't think i needed to see that village burning and the it was a fun bit of gameplay but i just feel like it wasn't necessary to get abby from a to b it didn't add value to it yeah but it didn't again take away that much from me because i still quite enjoyed it now in, that... a, in a sort of dumb way, I was like, yeah, it's quite fun. Yeah. Well, no, and completely Absolutely. understandable. Completely, like, because it, it does draw you back. Like, I, if anybody has listened to the show before, I have no shame. I am not a completionist. I am not, like, a platinum guy. I will I will take a great game and throw it on the side of the room, and it will instantly enter a <laughs> backlog immediately. I thought this might happen with this game. It didn't. Now, partially, I have time right now. And, you know, fuck it. I didn't have anything better to do. But it also was because the game did draw me back. It wanted did. to play more. Um, you know, so I got to give it points for that. I actually, I'm going to be honest. I did bump the score up. Just, I didn't go down. But it was simply because of they played today. It was a good day by Ice Cube. Was <laughs> thing. That Literally, was a great like, moment. That was really, that and, I'll just get straight to it. That and, there were gameplay aspects of it. If I were to go back to the game, I could see where it could be fun like it's i think it was a the hotel level with abby that's what i was gonna say be, it was the pipe bomb and i literally i was sitting there it was the two people the scars were sitting there having a conversation and i hadn't really dealt with the pipe bombs like talking about i just randomly accidentally threw one it wasn't lit prior to it it hits the scar in the face and she's just like oh and then boom they blow up i died laughing <laughs> Because it was just a random occurrence. I had to take a screenshot of it. I was like, this is beautiful. So those aspects are in the game. But I just I found myself wanting to finish this game just to finish it because of the controversy around it more so than I was just actually drawn um, and encouraged by the story to really 
figure out what was going on. Like I, you knew what was going on once Jewel died. Joel, Jewel, once Joel died. Jewel died. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, I will <laughs> go going to your point, Carl. As far as the Abby portions are, while I was more ambivalent on Abby herself as a character, my my biggest issue with her is I didn't feel like she was a fully fleshed out character. She was yeah. kind of very one dimensional, um, and there were some issues that they handled Lev that we'll get into a little bit later. Um, it did have my favorite stretch of gameplay, going from the hotel or going from the sky bridge to the hotel to the hospital to that I guess quote unquote boss fight, if you will, with the giant um, zombie like hybrid yeah. thing creature was really, <laughs> in my opinion, that was my favorite moments. Those were mm-hmm. as far as gameplay. Pure gameplay goes. Those were incredible. My favorite part actually came accidentally, though, because I was walking across the sky bridge, and I accidentally knocked my joystick to the right, and Abby just takes a head dive off the bridge and just goes, ah! And it was just, (laughs) that got me a little bit purely by accident. But there are incredible gameplay moments, Carl, and I, I give you that because while there's nothing particularly new to this gameplay, I like this sort of gameplay cycle. I do like well, okay, the stealth um, aspect. I actually did want to ask Carl this because I, I, yes. just from the videos, I know you got an in-depth perspective about this. In your opinion, are there some unique aspects of gameplay in this game? No. Uh, not not unique, no. Okay. Polished, but, you know, I, ah. I definitely... Yeah, very polished. Like, so, very. so smooth. Just like, there's videos at the moment of, like, gameplay loops that people have done that they've edited together, and I'm just like, how is that not a cutscene? Like, when they're, like, shooting someone in the knee, grabbing someone, gun to the head, shooting someone else, smashing them in the head, pipe bomb, dropping on the back. It's like, that. It, it's so satisfying when you when you master all the different controls to actually play. Which is why, I, again, I don't think I dropped it down that far because it, at the end of the day, it's a game. And I, at every point, was like, I want to play more of this game. Um, which is why it's not a 10 because I think story elements let it down. For example, I would give the first Last of Us a 10. But yep. I'd give this one less. But if you were to tell me which one I'd go back and play again, I don't it think I could go back to the first one now. It would be difficult. It would be very difficult, especially after this polish, like you were yeah. saying. It was that's a super valid point. Now, I do yep. does anybody hear anything about the multiplayer in this one? Is it are they supposed to put that back in this game? Does anybody yeah. know? They're working on it. Neil Druckmann did an interview the other day, and they asked him, and he just sort of gave the old zipped mouth. The zip mouth. It's coming. It's coming, guys. Don't <laughs> worry. Multiplayer is going to be there. I sound like I work for Naughty Dog. It's coming. I can't say more. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the 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 thing about the gameplay too that cracked me up was every time ellie killed somebody she made this sound and had this face like she was having a mini orgasm and it was just a oh and it just it was beautiful i kind of want to see a massive super cut of that we're just Brian, every Brian, time Brian, Brian. yes yes Tom. No, the wife the wife's not gonna be here you don't have to project your <laughs> she's not here i can say what, what i want saying. you know that's a good point but i know exactly what you go is that what you're gonna do like to the cover at last of us two as soon as this is over yeah. <laughs> how'd you here. know how'd you know i'm just oh, saying God, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna turn on that one weird awkward sex scene between abby and owen oh, just uh, uh, 
That was such a... Owen was... Owen was fucking boring to me, man. He was. Owen was almost a great character to me. I I mean, look, man, I can't knock it. it, The sad part is I probably just fall into realizing that a lot of these types of games, for me personally, kind of fall into a same similar score. So no matter what Last of Us 2 was going to do, there's going to be a sect of people that just weren't going to be happy anyway along, like, because nobody's happy with anything nowadays. Then you got somebody like me that's probably just going to fall where it's going to fall. And then, you know, I, even though I will have do the comparison, this is I had to think about this. We talked about this. It not, might not be a proper comparison. Now, you know I'm not a huge Last of Us fan, but I am a huge God of War fan. You know that. So just from a fan perspective, you know, pressure area of, okay, the 2018 God of War is coming out. There's a lot of pressure on this game. They've been working on it for a long time. Everybody does not like this fucking game. I completely understand because it's a hack and slash. It's not for everybody. And people, a lot of people would say that, you know, God of War has like a hollow story. He's just an angry man, you know, jumping around, killing everybody. I could say, well, shit, if you want to go a nihilist route, I mean, at the end of God of War, you know, he kills all the guys and realizes there's no point to life. So it depends on how, you know, you want to look at it. But the reality of it was when as far as a fan of that game, like if I was a fan of Last of Us 2, I just hate that for a lot of the fans of Last of Us 2 that they weren't able to have like a pretty much across the board. This is a 10 out of 10, you know, sequel to this game that I love and and this highly, you know, touted game like last of us 2 has fastest selling breaking records and that's all great but there's a portion of me that cannot put this game too high simply for not even being a major fan there are too many fans out there that that hate the hell out of this game i just don't think that's you know a good thing to have in the industry right now but i mean you know i'm not the person that does the number thing anyway it doesn't really matter (laughs) you know what i'm saying uh, but that that was like I had to sit back and think about it. Like I just want to play Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven now and see how big a dick I can make and how, <laughs> if I can put titties on somebody with the pubic hair <laughs> and not and it not be a controversy, a conversation about homophobia surrounded by yes. it as well. Like that's just ridiculous. We're gamers. Like if there's a sect of people that will figure out a way to be okay with some shit, it's generally going to be gamers because we're used to you know killing all kinds of stuff and playing as all kinds of weird characters. So. Um, I think it's a great game. I just hated, disappointed a lot of the fan base. It's more to that long, unnecessary rant. No, I mean, that's a fair point, too. Um, I mean, my biggest issue with the game, but I, I wanted to actually talk to Carl about this, was the story itself, because you do this, you, your channel is What's the Story? And I know you had some criticisms on it, um, but before we get to that, was there anything that you really loved about the story? Was there parts of the story that really stuck out to you? So... It, it was interesting you said that like a lot of the fans are hating this game and, and they are and i think a big majority of those people i like some of them are so valid like we've all said there's problems with the game but i think a, a big amount of those people who are big fans of the game who are hating it it's almost like through a blind loyalty to joel like a character that they Agreed. love and they can't i've seen so many comments of like as the moment Joel died, I switched this game off. Rubbish. I, I don't think anybody can sit back and call this a bad game. And I'm seeing so many, like, this is a terrible game. I can't believe it's, what you did to Joel. Yeah. I can't believe you did him so dirty. And, and to me, that moment, if we're going to talk about moments that I love, and I'll put my little monocle on here and get my pipe and get all sort of, like, fancy <laughs> now. Like, that moment when Joel gets killed is one of my, like, one of the purest bits of storytelling i th- that alone 
ramped it up to a 10 and then from then on it was only just chipping down because and the way i'm looking at it is this like joel lived 20 years shutting people out emotionally and he didn't let anybody into his his bubble not even tess i imagine they had like bits of romanticism but then he pushed her away he wasn't willing to talk to anyone about that and he survived because of that because he was so hardened because he wasn't letting anybody in and people are saying like oh well why kill joel like that but the seeds were planted from the first game for that when bill said you know caring about someone in this world is good for one thing getting you killed and bill said that Mm. in the first game and that's exactly what happens joel has survived for so long being a dick but he never really like lived you know he never lived he was just surviving and then for the past four years he's lived in peace and he's he's started to let people into his bubble and he's, he's become a part of a community and that got him killed. And I, and I found that so fascinating, that moment when Ellie and Joel lock eyes when he's about to die and he's thinking, this is what I get for caring about someone. But equally, and in the ending flashback, it mirrors it, he would do it all again. He would take this torturous death because for those brief mo- that brief moment for those four years where he was in Jackson, he actually lived. And I love that. Like for me, that was that was what I took from that moment, and I was like, I'm so glad they killed him like that, like so <laughs> brutally and so like just with no respect, just like because that that's the world. And and I love Joel, but he fucking deserved it. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did. I and mean... I think a lot of people are saying he didn't deserve it. He, he deserved better. No, he killed innocent people. Like he was not a good guy. I love him, but. He had it coming. You're right. I mean, you you go back to the hospital scene, and I think Todd talked about this last week. Joel sowed his own seeds. You go over to the hospital at the very end of the first game, and he murders the fuck out of everybody in that hospital to save Ellie. I mean, he murders the living shit without taking any consideration into if they have family or they have loved ones. And as we see later with Abby's father, he was a genuinely sweet soul who was just trying to live the Spock method, if you will, of, you know, the greater good for all is better than the greater good for one. I know I'm misquoting it right now, but I don't have my Star Trek hat on this morning. Um, but it really is. You're, you're right. I mean, he did so his own season. I, I think that that kind of comes to a beautiful fruition for him for when he does finally ultimately meet his demise. And he meets his demise at the hands of the daughter of the doctor who was going to save yeah. the world. And that's kind of a beautiful thing. Um, on the flip side of that, when you go to the part with the doctor, my only other problem was, well, not my only other problem. One of my issues with the story was, you're telling me there's no other doctors in the world? Like, none who can read his notes and just, like, this was the <laughs> last guy who could make this this whole uh, vaccine for this disease? That kind of brought a little bit of a plot hole, but I like that point. What about other parts did you love, Carl? I love the the well the the birthday flashback was just that's beautiful. that's one of the best parts of the game. So that's one of the best parts of the game. Stunning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That whole that whole sequence was great. Um, when when she started playing, I mean, this was an optional thing, so I don't know if you guys got it. When she started playing "Take on Me" on the guitar, I like again. It's it's the these quiet moments that I think stood out to me. These like more serene moments where it's like it's. I took a lot of. Uh, brightness from this game and i think a lot of people understandably didn't but i i I think i found a lot of moments between all the you know the fucking violence and hatred and depression to see like 
that's why they're being so violent or that's what that that's this there's still something to fight for and i think those are moments that i definitely took out of it i mean like you say the hospital not the hospital the hotel level where you're going down and down like i'm not good at horror games and that was like whoo <laughs> i'm surprised i made it through that that was a, a genuinely terrifying moment in a game that's technically a horror survival game that didn't have a whole lot of horror to it but that was a very horrific moment where you're going to, like it reminded me of amnesia in a little bit where you're traveling through these different paths and hallways and it did give me a little bit of the heebie-jeebies like walking yeah, down enough horror. You, you're a weirdo brian you're yeah a weirdo. that's you true like hard shit like a lot like and it's okay i love you brother uh <laughs> but it's just no it had a lot of it had enough horror as i mean especially if you take the the point of view where you know the humans are the are the you know the humans the are the, the yeah like that, that's actually the horror and all that other kind of shit uh, i do find it interesting that we all are in agreement so that joel needed to die yeah like and it's not a problem that wasn't like a thing yeah. that kind of brings the score down um and i, I also I almost want to give it credit because in, in art it's supposed to just elicit a reaction and whether that's why I say the numbers really don't matter in the sense of what we're still talking about the game. We all finished the game. We all enjoyed the game. Um, I think we're also all in agreement, though, that this weird divisive nature that is caused is maybe something outside of what the hell is going on with the game itself. Um, and it's kind of hard to, to have a real proper critique of a gaming environment like that. Yeah. You know I don't think the leaks helped either. I no. think if the leaks never no. happened, then then... I think it would still be very divisive, but I don't think to the sort of ferocious point it is now, where you know you can't Naughty Dog can't put a tweet out without people just like spamming the comments of like hating on them as a as a an actual company, you know. Well, Todd, even, right. Well, Todd made this great point um, that this game just can't be good in our personal conversations. Like we can't just be satisfied with good. It's either got to be a ten out of ten or it's got to be a hot garbage fire in people's opinion. Mm. It just can't be a good game, which I Three think it lands in that face. <laughs> Three out of five stank face. Um, <laughs> but it was a, it was a, there, there's kind of an interesting concept. And when I go back to the, the, to the point about the story earlier, when I was talking about this potential director's cut or, you know, this 10 out of 10 that exists within this game, there are a lot of cool little moments and parallels that they're playing with thematically between Abby and Ellie. I don't think they ever fully come together and I don't think it ever ties up properly in my personal opinion. Um, however, you know, when you talk about just the idea of having foil and antithesis characters, I think they had an opportunity to play into that very well between Abby and Ellie. And I think it was, would have been better served if you didn't have to split your time between them in such a dramatic shift. Um, yeah. Maybe cut it in throughout the game like they were doing towards the beginning i would have been i would have had a lot more leeway as far as my experience and feelings on abby and ellie both because ultimately at the end of the day you go back to joel being a terrible character or a terrible person ellie and abby are also fucking horrible people they real nobody in this game is really that great dina yeah. even who's the most possibly sympathetic character. The only character that I found sympathetic at all really was Lev. Lev was the only character I found any sympathy with whatsoever. What about the baby daddy? Jesse? Yeah. You didn't like Jesse? Eh, he was okay. He was just kind of, he was there to get Dina pregnant. 
<laughs> he was there to put that baby in the world, in my opinion. Maybe I'm right. wrong about that. Maybe I'm wrong about the potato. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, I actually like that about the storytelling. I like. I always like the idea of going over the dichotomy of of human beings and human nature, and not like good guy, bad guy. Everybody's kind of fucked up, and it's dependent on circumstances and survival and things. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot about this game that literally was just like. I was ripe and ready to, you know, give it a 10 out of 10. Like, I wanted to do it. And and coming off of what was happening with Last of Us and the clickers and everything, it's just, by the end of it, I legit was just like, okay, um, this is unnecessarily, like, depressing. It wasn't the greatest story, and there's too many plot holes in it, period. Also, it reminded me in the beginning of Red Dead Redemption 2, which started out slow with me with the snarf. I mean, nothing really changed from my original feel about it other than, it. I mean, it wrapped up almost a little, a little bit better than I thought. But it was kind of even weird with the way it wrapped up at the end with the, the Jesus thing where they're just like crucified for fuck whatever reason in his 1980s cocaine building where they used to be it's like a lot of just unnecessary tropes where it's like okay like i said red dead redemption 2 reminded me of every time i I saw i went through like a building i thought about spider-man even with the you know the dodging aspects of it i thought of a little bit of of god of war gameplay and i've already had a lot of the gameplay aspects of it now carl you brought up a good point that i didn't even take advantage of and this is what i'm saying through the storytelling or something like I didn't take advantage of even holding on to somebody and hold them as a hostage very often. Normally, I would just go and stab them in the neck because it was the most effective <laughs> and quick way to get through the level. Interesting to, to playing around with the gameplay at all. And in that portion, how I chose to play the game, it also made it very repetitive for me. Um, I think this game, I will say with this, though, with all that said, I think this game will age very well. I think right now in the moment, we have a lot of stuff going on and it's tense and it's just something to talk about basically other than all the other fucked up shit going on. I think two, three years from now, you made the best point where, you know, I might go back to this game in a year or so and be like, you know what? I was tripping. Abby is, is this is actually a 10 right now though. It's, it's, it's 7.672. It went up 0.4. So, Carl, the, the the story we've talked about a little bit of the positives. What about some of your criticisms on the story? What are your what are oh, your man. thoughts? So I think there was an issue with I mean there was an issue with the writing, but for me that wasn't what really detracted from it. For me it was an issue with the structure, as we've yeah. already kind of said. It there, there was issues with writing, but it was more so the structure. Uh, it was more like there were so many right at the end it was like it would fade to black. And then fade back up, and it was almost like these were bits taken from other games that they threw in. Yeah. What he was saying about the 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 drug cartel people, I, that would again that felt like a David Cage game. I was just like, why are we now fully being? That game should have reached its crescendo in the theater, and Agreed. there was a story right. to be told within that theater. And I I don't think either Abby or Abby or Ellie should have died. I think they reached the right story in terms of the fact that neither of them knew that revenge was the best course i think that's the right story but it just wasn't it should have tied up there and it and it just didn't uh, like you say some of the characters are there seemingly for face value um i've got nothing bad to say about the gameplay it's just little bits structure pacing that could like you say i think you're right 
somewhere there's a director's cut that is an absolute like masterpiece like just that Absolutely. 10 out of 10 you can cut this up make a new cut scene for the end and put it in and you will be like wow that that is perfect i don't know where it is but that's not my job to to, to <laughs> do that i'm sure someone will i'm sure someone will make a director's cut online oh i'm sure somebody will get all these cut scenes together and just they'll they'll chop it up and it'll become something beautiful and just this is the game that this is the story we could have had in the game. Um, yeah, there was the, the, the commitment portion to... I like the idea that revenge is not the best cycle. Um, in my personal opinion, the commitment is... I feel like either... I really do feel like either Abby and Ellie don't die and they wrap it up in the theater. But if you go all the way and you go to the drug cartel moment, which in my opinion is there just so you can release these zombies onto the drug cartel people because that's the only part i found enjoyment on was unhooking the zombies and letting them go um but i either think he, Abby that was and, fun i wish it, i yeah. wish you i wish we would have had a little bit more of that throughout the game actually that that, yeah. that would have been something or a little bit earlier because by that point i was just like let me just get through this shit go ahead i'm sorry no i agree with you um but either abby and ellie both should have died or neither one of them should have died i see a picture yeah. here where or uh, in my mind the way the final scene plays out is Abby or Ellie kills Abby and then Lev kills Ev Ellie. Like that's the thought process I'm following here. If we could have built that into the story a little bit more. Um, but I do agree that, you know, they, they were going for this, you know, revenge is kind of this, uh, path paved to hell sort of concept. And I just don't feel like they fully committed to that. And I feel like where it would have been better explored is had there been, more character development instead of, you know, in, in not just, so the beautiful thing about something like a great storyteller is they have the story told from a third party perspective. They have it told from an outside character that you're getting into the head of the character that you're either the protagonist or the person that you're looking at. And I don't think we ever get that here. Um, they use Lev to a degree to kind of add some sympathetic elements to Abby, but I feel at the end of the day, you waste a perfectly good opportunity to introduce a, a real trans character into a video game when we talk about inclusion and implementation and, you know, getting people to change perspective through inclusion. And instead, they take this character and they turn Lev into the Jiminy Cricket of this video game. He's there simply to provide a conscious. And I like Lev. Lev is a great sympathetic character, and there's something there to be built on. I would have almost preferred a game, Last of Us Part Two, where you just play as Lev. Like, <laughs> okay, I didn't give a fuck about Lev. All I know is Abby was buff. <laughs> I felt like there was somebody that I felt like, and I'm I'm so glad they put the flashbacks with Abby since we ought to talk about that real quick. Because it was confusion on whether or not she was a male or a female. It really doesn't matter. But it's it's so... It was just off-putting and distracting for no reason on what the fuck was going on with that whole situation. It's almost like like Abby was the transgender character. And in the last minute, they, they were like, nah, we got to change it. Make Levi Olivia, whatever the fuck her name is, or his name is, the the male. And then, you know, we'll we'll make Abby whatever abby is you know what i'm saying just just to do it as opposed to really going if you don't go all the way out go all the way the fuck out like go all the way there both ways you know what i mean like 
it's just so many little nitpicky things that I personally didn't like with this story, but it still doesn't make it a bad game. No. Those weren't the things. It really does. I think through this conversation, wherever you fall on the spectrum, whether you love it or you have a problem with it, you still have to admit there are some structural issues that are part of the, the reason why it's creating the, even the conversation that, that we even having this conversation, basically. Yeah. I'll- yeah. For sure. I think and I think you're right. I think it will it will age well because people's you know how much they're fuming at the moment that will that will go but there will still be conversations of how it could be better i think in an ideal world like you say if we want a game about lev in an ideal world they could have done a game where the sequel was abby and at the end yep. joel kills your dad and but i i just don't think it would have been received well doing a game without ellie and they weren't brave enough to to do that because you would be able to sympathize with abby if it ended with you know, oh shit, Joel's turned up. Oh, he's killing my dad. Like that would be like a moment of like that's how we could go with Last of Us Three. Then we now sympathise with Ellie and Abby, and we know, you know. But I don't think they had the time or the, you know, the maybe the balls to to go so. That's what I was going to say. They it. didn't have no, but, the nuts. But see, you bring up the point because they're people are giving them credit to have for having nuts with the story that they went with. You see what I'm saying? That so people mm-hmm. that are giving going on the ten side are saying, well, they're so brave for you know stepping out and making all these fucking points and and everything else. And, and what I'm saying is, you know, you may not have made those points like you thought you did. You if you you yeah. may not be as brave as you thought you were. Like really go all the way out with it. Yeah. Like make Abby the transgender character. That would like obviously don't play around with it. Be honest with it. Go, go all the way, way. with it. You might be like make her a boy from the as a child. Don't even explain the shit and then turn her into what she is now. Maybe that can leave some opening for just your own imagination and it'll drive the story itself. When you go back and forth and like it's questions about the editing and the cutting. I know you more of an editing person yourself. It's 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 choices that somebody made to change the story. Where I almost want to give this game a ten just because of the blood sweat and tears that human beings put into this yeah. game <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that that's the thing and i feel but i also don't feel like it's fair to not be honest with it because i promise you it's probably some little midget somewhere in the office like i told you you should have put that shit right here that's why everybody's <laughs> pissed so my score is for him my score is for the midget and naughty dog <laughs> <laughs> it, going back to your point todd though it, it's there are people calling this game brave with the story they're telling there's no bravery here this was the safe bet this was the yeah. safer story for them to tell um i mean don't get me wrong there, there there are story beats like we were talking about earlier the birthday scene will forever stick with me just like the giraffes from the first game always the astronaut where you put the headphones on and it just there's pure happiness and pure joy there and the crux of that relationship really kind of drives home like you were talking about earlier carl with the 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 lighter more bright moments that people are mm-hmm. fighting to defend um you know i mean and and that is kind of the reality is they told a safe story so and todd you say this all the time but we got to call a thing a thing and to kind of put any type of false impetus on this storyline and this, you know, kind of this game that was created by Naughty Dog, I think is ultimately a disservice to the gaming industry and to storytelling in video gaming as a whole. Um, I really enjoyed moments of this game, but I'm thinking, you know, I mean, we, uh, we've, we've talked this to death, but seven out of 10 is right where I land. 
Well, yeah, and I, I think there should be somebody that's going to listen to this show and just be like, well, this show is a one out of ten. Yeah. Just dragged <laughs> on and said the same shit over and over yeah. again. I've heard this 50,000 fucking times, but I mean, it's just for the people that listen to us. Like, I feel like I bag on this game more than I should, but that's what brings it down for me. Because, like, every time, because there is so much I love about this fucking game. Like, I would love to go back and, like, if they gave a proper multiplayer you know, play the game if it was that 10 out of 10 it was supposed to be, but I think it missed that because I'm there. somebody was sitting around thinking about a multiplayer down the line instead of really pinning this shit down properly. You know what I'm saying? On top yeah. of the timing. Um, yeah. I just I, I hate to sound so heavily skewed like it's a 1 out of 10 when I'm saying obviously I, I'm thinking pretty much it's an 8, honestly. If you round it up, 7 points. You know what I'm saying? But it that, that's, that, that's just a heavy it's like a heavy couple of deductions on there because of all the money and all the fucking time and, and the fan base and everything. And, you know, so I don't know, man. I mean, that's pretty, I, I don't pretty, I don't have anything. Are you going to go back to it, Brian? No. Other than your uh, dogs and your Transformers going off and everything and me being an hour <laughs> late today and having a fucking hangover headache from Hennessy and wasting Carl's time. Like, do you have anything? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm probably not going to go back to this game. Um, I'll be real honest. I, I I went back to Monster Hunter last night because I bought it on PC, third console to buy that on, and so as soon as I started playing Monster Hunter, I completely forgot about Last of Us Part Two. But that that's just because of a personal addiction, and I probably need to get into a rehab group for Monster Hunter fans. Um, but Carl, do you have any final thoughts about Last of Us Part Two? No. <laughs> we've talked it we've talked it it, w- it was good it was good yeah like, it i don't want to be too down on it either like there are problems with it but i think it's also important to say like play the fucking game like make yes. your own mind upon Thank it you. if you love it you love it if you hate it you hate it don't attack other people for liking it or hating it because i'm seeing a lot of that and i'm seeing a lot of transphobia and all that kind of stuff yeah. like f- come on guys like if you like the game don't be ashamed of fucking saying you love the game and it's a 10 out of 10 like that's what it is. I, I loved it, but I wouldn't say it's a 10 out of 10, but, and I will go back to it, but Fair you know, enough. it definitely has its issues, but well play it. Said. Well fucking said, sir. Real shit. But like that, I think that Absolutely. is the best. I don't want to, I mean, okay, anybody looking forward to anything else coming out, Cyberpunk 2077, you know, Ghost uh, of Marvel Avengers, Ghost of Shichimu, like, <laughs> yeah, Carl, so what's your next most anticipated game once we get through this? Uh, probably goes to Tsushima, yeah. Like, I, th- I, I mean, I'm a little bit like, I'm not that hyped for it. I have a, and again, I'm putting my monocle on here. I have an issue a lot of the times with open world games, uh, where they want the story to be like really focused and intense, but in its nature, being open world means that there's no immediacy to the actions you need to do, and it always throws me off. Like, I, I always just think like I. I need to do this mission, but if I want, I can just go and piss around for 40 hours. So my, I lose the immediacy of the story, if that makes sense. So I hope Ghost can can fix some of that, because uh, I am looking forward to it. It looks really interesting. So Ghost, definitely Cyberpunk, for sure. Uh, Iron Man VR, is. I played the demo of that the other day. That's really fun. Okay, um, I don't know, wait, wait, tangent, because what, what, I don't even have VR, and I'm supposed to get it. Like, what, What's your thoughts on the Iron Man VR with the demo? Because I've been hearing, hearing some of this shit. It's really fun. Yeah, okay, it's really okay. fun. I, I was worried that it was just going to be like, a, you know, just a, a boring old, like you, you're in the air and you're just going like that. 
but uh the flying's really cool like you put your palms to the ground and you go up and you can like turn um you know they've they've somehow done 360 tracking with the psvr camera which i don't know how but they've they've managed it uh they were they were bragging about it in the build-up and i was like there's no way and sure enough i i tried by playing the whole game with my back to the camera and i had no issues i think they like predict where your hands are that's incredible but it works and um it's really fun i'm looking forward to seeing i mean like i say i'm into stories i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the story i hope it's just not a cut and paste superhero story um so we'll see but it's fun to play have you uh played half-life alex yet i've not but i've i watched a playthrough of it i don't have any pc vr headset or anything like that but that i, I hope one day that i'm hoping it comes to ps5 because if it does that that looked great from what i watched it looks fucking wonderful dude it really yeah. does, man. I just, I, I, the, 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 I really go subscribe to Carl's YouTube channel. That's, real shit. That's real. Like, that's what I'm trying to say is, you know, your breakdowns, your story, your video essays. I've watched a lot of your videos. Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Man. A lot Carl, coming. I've got a lot of ideas, so. Well, hopefully we'll be able to work with you. Hey, fucking subscribe. <laughs> fucking right. Uh, hopefully we get to work with you in the future. In fact, because you changed my score, my score is now nine point six four. Fucking I can perfect. That's a naughty dog. Now my job's done. Neil, <laughs> he's a he's a naughty dog spy. No. <laughs> you stand up. I'm four foot six. I'm the midget at naughty dog. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it, man. <laughs> All right, we can get back to the super fun shit later, though, man. Uh, but now nah, this has been fun, man. What, what else you got, B? Ah, uh, man, that's that's all I got this week. Um, Carl, where can people find your YouTube channel, Instagram, all that? YouTube.com forward slash What's the Story. Subscribe, or I'll go to fucking Google Earth. I'll find out where you live. I'll come <laughs> to your house. Trust me, <laughs> it's on site. I will find you. Like. I, I'm expecting to look tomorrow morning and have like 30k subscribers, something like that. So, uh, youtube.com forward slash what's the story, Instagram, what's the story games. That's it. Simple. Man, we love it, dude. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, Thank you. If you agree or disagree with our opinions, let us know. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com, stt underscore pod, facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial podcast, instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, skip the tutorial podcast.com. Um, I think I said the Twitter at STT underscore pod. Uh, but no, just let us know. Let us know what your thoughts are on Last of Us. Again, we're interested in everybody's opinion. The reality of it is, you know, this is a gaming community and we should be coming together to discuss these things in a lot of ways, especially like Carl made the point earlier. Don't attack somebody for your agreeing or disagreeing with your opinion. Don't let this fuel some type of rage just because you're in COVID lockdown and you can't get to target <laughs> to get your lube and your condoms and your toilet paper. Um, so- <laughs> again, again, Brian, stop telling. Please, what the fuck? Nobody cares. Just I just it. got just my binding rope do. in, Todd. No. Is that why your dog's in there when you unlock them? Y'all stay in here, not many. <laughs> Y'all stay in here for a second. The wife's gone. I got my binding rope. Um, <laughs> no. But as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Stay humble. And good night, Cambodia. <laughs> good night, Cambodia. Good night, Cambodia.